0: You are listening to the weekly sermon from Elevation Community Church in Blanchester, Ohio. We hope you enjoy this message. For more information about this podcast and other resources, please visit myelevationcc.org. Good morning, beautiful people of Elevation Community Church. Before we... Thank you. Before we sit down, let's, uh, let's come together as an necklace in prayer. God, we barely have an idea of how big you are and how deeply you love us. God, help us to, to honor you in our worship today. God, break our hearts for what breaks yours. Lord, open our eyes so that we can see things That you see. Let us speak only what you want spoken, Lord. Let us hear what you hear. Let our responses and our actions reflect you to those around us, Lord. Amen. Go ahead and be seated. I don't know about you guys, but I was very moved in this worship set. Does anybody want to be in the room when God moves? Anybody besides Annette and Anita here? I do. I don't know what room it is. Maybe it's this one this morning. I want to be there, and I don't know what he's going to do in that room. I don't know how he's going to move, but I want to see it. What are you guys willing to do to be in the room when God moves? Are you already doing spiritually what God's called you to do? Are you willing to tear off the roof and be lowered down? Are you willing to roll every stone and push through the crowd? You guys are wonderful people and an inspiration to me, and my words are not at all meant as condemnation that you're not doing enough. But I want us to challenge each other. Wherever we're at in our relationship with God, I encourage you that there is more. There is more than wherever you're at right now. Worship is one of the ways that we can deepen our relationship with God. It's certainly not the only way, and we can define worship a lot of different ways. Worship can be you know, those intimate moments with God where you're praying and you're, and you're just pressing into Him. Worship can be the way that you live your life. First Sunday of every month, worship is this. Worship is encounter. Worship is vocal music and and how we lift not just our voices, but our spirits up to our creator. Slide, please. I want to tell a story that I think a lot of you may already know, but I want to emphasize it. Um, a hymn that many of you are familiar with. It is Well With My Soul. Now, I can't carry a tune in a bucket or maintain any rhythm. Um, I was doing my best over there. Um, I'm not going to sing it for you, but a lot of you are familiar with it. It was written by a man named Horatio Spafford. Um, Horatio never set out to be a famous hymnist. Uh, Horatio was a very wealthy attorney and real estate investor in Chicago. And he lost a great deal of his fortune, a, lot, great, a great deal of his business in the Great Chicago Fire of 1871. Very devastating for him. But not long after that, he lost his four-year-old son to scarlet fever. And the story starts to tug on my heartstrings because my son's almost four. As if it wasn't enough to have lost his job, he lost his baby boy. And men, stereotypically, tend to try to fix things. They tend to try to plan. They try to be heroes. And lead their family, and in some ways that is all extremely appropriate. So Horatio's response to this was, family, let's get away for a bit. Let's go on vacation. Let's heal, and let's come back and start over. So Horatio sent his wife and four daughters on a ship to England. That was their chosen place of vacation. Horatio stayed behind for some time, tying up some loose ends so things would be ready when they got back. Horatio received a telegram that said, saved alone, what shall I do? On that ship ride across the Atlantic Ocean, I don't know what caused it, but the ship sank and Horatio's four daughters died. His wife was spared and was taken on to England, and that's where she sent the telegram from. I want to speak directly to the men, but this could certainly be received by the women in the congregation, but Horatio probably thought a lot like Job. Imagine losing your job, men, as providers for your family, losing one of your babies, and your wife takes the remnants of your family off to do something, and you get a text message saying, saved alone. What shall I do? A very apt message because the man is supposed to be the the physical and spiritual leader of the household. But all too often, men sometimes we get that wrong, and we try to do it in our flesh. Horatio's response was appropriate. He got on a ship and headed that way. It wasn't just an hour drive to the hospital how long a ship ride took in 1871, but it wasn't fast. So Horatio had a lot of time to reflect on his life's events. I don't want to tip too into something that may be sensitive to some of you because I don't know what you've experienced, but I just believe that somebody in here probably has experienced lost from an automobile accident. And there was probably a long time where you avoided that spot. If the place of that accident was on the way to Kroger's, you went a different way for a long time. But at some point, by your choice or not your choice, you, you went past that spot, and I'm sure it was very challenging, to say the least. I can... I can say amen to that. You can find a different way to get to Kroger's, but there's only one way to get from Chicago to England. That ship goes in a straight line, and Horatio knew that. He knew what was going to happen, and the captain of the ship came down to find Horatio and said, hey, um, hey, listen, we're, we're going to be coming up on that spot um, I just thought you might wanna know. Let us know if there's anything we can do for you. Ratio was already broken, I have no doubt. But how do you think he responded? Did he get mad at God? Did he curse him? Did he shake his fist? Did he scream? Did he cry? Did he break things? Did he just lay down and be depressed? I mean, all of those things that have been completely normal. Next slide, please. This was Horatio's response. I'm not going to sing it. When peace, like a river, attendeth my way, when sorrows, like sea billows roll. Whatever my lot, thou hast taught me to say, it is well, it is well with my soul. In Horatio's brokenness, he worshiped. In Horatio's brokenness, he knew that anything that he had ever had wasn't by his own ability. The business that he had built was a provision from his creator. The family that he loved so dearly was a provision from his creator. And as Horatio looked over the bow of that ship as he was traveling along and seeing the sea roll and ebb and flow, he probably knew deep down in his heart that that was prophetic, that that was metaphoric, that the grief that he was experiencing, he was... In his heart, just being tossed around by that grief. He was powerless against it, just as a ship is on the ocean. Horatio goes on to say that God, whatever you send my way, you have taught me that it is well, it is well with my soul. You see, Horatio chose to worship, he chose to worship. Next slide, please. This is what Horatio did. He made worship his worship. God gave him a little glimpse of what was about to happen to him when he lost his business and his son. He can build a business back up. But when the rest of his life was taken from him, he was powerless against it. He and his wife were separated by thousands of miles. She was all alone, and he was all alone, and he worshipped. I don't know what our congregation has experienced. I'm sure that all of If not most of you have experienced loss and and I don't know your response to it. Whatever it was, it was completely normal and natural. But I pray that it has or will bring you into a season of, of worship and submission to God. I don't know what God's plans are for you. But I know with every fiber of my being that he has plans for you, and they're extremely detailed beyond what you could comprehend. And I know that his plans for you involve a deeper relationship with him. Because you're not really going to walk in God's favor if he just happens to be somebody that you know. You're only going to walk in God's favor if you're walking with him. And it can't just be somebody that's a long-lost friend that you occasionally exchange a text message with. Your relationship with God needs to be something real and genuine and special. The same way that it is special when a husband has a relationship with his wife. No two marriages are alike. God didn't make any two people the same, nor did he make any two relationships the same. The relationship that you have with your father isn't like anybody else's. So I apologize if you feel that I am telling you that your relationship is vanilla or it's not deep enough. That is not on all my intentions. I am encouraging you to dig down deep and press into the father. And there's a lot of ways that you can do that. Worship's one of them. If the band can start making their way up. God didn't make me a David, at least not at birth when he knit me together in my mother's womb. God made me a Simon Peter, somebody who was kind of bold and passionate even when it wasn't appropriate and included taking my foot out of my mouth at times. But God is making me into a David. I am learning to walk in agreement with him, and that's been through worship. That may not be how God plans to do it with you, but I know for at least a couple of you it is. Family, join me as we pray out. God, you are overwhelming. And it's overwhelming to think that before you separated light from darkness, you knew our names. You had the hairs on our heads numbered. Every day was planned. You knew our successes, you knew our failures, you knew our heartbreaks. That's who you are. Nothing surprises you. And we're not just random beings in this creation. You have very, very detailed plans for all of us. God, help us to get out of your way. God, we love you. And we want to serve you. God, help us to release the lion in our lungs, the lion of worship. Let our hearts cry out when we can't find the words. And your word says that if we don't worship you, the rocks will. God, I know that you love us much more dearly than those rocks. So I ask for your favor on us this morning and meet each and every single one of us where we're at